0: It is time to talk some Greyhound Racing and uh, the host of Going Grace today is Ron Arnold. He joins us now on the line. Morning, Ron. Yes, good morning to you, Dave. Hope you're enjoying your trip around the beautiful New South Wales world and uh, I hear you're going to Tamworth tomorrow, a wonderful part of the uh, state. Yes, mate, mate uh, up there tonight. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It will be cold there, I can guarantee you. Mate, uh, we've got a few race meetings today. Kicking off for this afternoon, we have Lismore at 2.24. And then this evening, we've got the Bulleye Program, first race at 6.49. And then Gosford at 6.58. We'll have all the late mail for the Bulleye Program before each race throughout the evening. Uh, we didn't get a chance yesterday, of course, with our special day when uh, we spoke with the family of the uh, legendary Zoom Top. Concerning her birth date yesterday. And uh, we didn't get through this week's news. There's been a little bit of news. And, of course, GR New South Wales did have a wonderful release yesterday on the news front that will uh, certainly make uh, all participants and owners, trainers very, very happy. And, of course, you were just talking on the Harness Boys about prize money levels. Well, from the 1st of October, an additional $1.33 million in prize money will be made available to... Participants, of course, Gr New South Wales, have spoken with industry stakeholders over recent times, and they have targeted two areas they believe need to be boosted on the prize money front. They, the first of them, of course, came back for something that has been discussed for many, many years: a 600 metre starter, Wentworth Park. I know, over my time, I've been on the Greyhound Advisory Panels and Wentworth Park Trust, and the 600 metre box start has been thrown up seriously three or four times. Um, There's been cost issues, positioning exactly of the boxes that were taken away part of the the entrance roadway there at Wentworth Park to the back area. So it's been uh, one of those that a little bit in the too hard basket, too costly basket. So uh, GR New South Wales, to their credit, made the call that as of October 1 to support the uh, middle distance component of the industry, City prize money levels will be made available three times a week right across New South Wales provincial circuits. So that'll be $5,000 a win, $1,500 for second, 1100 for third. And that's going to hope to facilitate any sprinters that want to move through middle distance to progress to our distance racing. Obviously, distance racing is always very important, but we need the stepping stones. So trainers are going to have the opportunity, Dave, to be able to go to most of their local areas, they won't have to travel from, you know, for example, Grafton to Sydney to try your, your luck at, at longer distance. You'll be able to try your middle distance on the home circuit three times a week, a real big opportunity for those that want to go over the middle distance. And uh, that will certainly bolster the staying ranks in New South Wales. The cream of them will uh, end up over 700 metres of Wentworth Park. So that's a, a very good initiative from GR New South Wales. And also, uh, Wentworth Park, their Wednesday meetings. Of course, uh, a few people have commented over time that the Wentworth Park Metropolitan meeting on a Wednesday was a little bit below the rank of where it should be, prize money wise. That has been also fixed up now from October 1. There'll be an additional $780,000 go across Wentworth Park, which uh, equates to $20,000 a meeting. And uh, all as a standard fifth grade, you'll take home $4,000 for both 5.20 and 7.20 graded races. So certainly good initiative there from GR New South Wales. They've had a look at it. The GBOTA obviously are quite thrilled. Steve Noyce commented that, uh, you know, Metropolitan Racing and Wentworth Park is the important fabric of the industry and uh, prize money increases is certainly a bonus to all in the sport. So well done to everyone. That's something we look forward to. Of course, off the back of, uh, you'll be by that stage, October 1, well and truly into the million-dollar chase because the big final is there at Wente Park on October 16. Um, just speaking of that, Dave, we do kick off the series right around the state next Tuesday, and uh, it's Gosford's the first cab off the rank, and uh, we'll have a full preview of that program next Tuesday, and we'll cover that something we'll do on Going Greyhounds throughout the uh, the series of the six weeks. Each of the days we will cover all the meetings that do correspond with the schedule for the Million Dollar Chase series, culminating in that grand final at Wendy Park on October 16. And uh, it certainly is 15 regional finals, and it's certainly wonderful to, uh, to see people being able to spread their greyhounds, the, the quality ones, to have a go at it. And uh, Gosford kicks off the Guernsey there next week for the Million Dollar Chase. Uh, just as been mentioned uh, over the last week, of course, sadly due to the uh, the COVID world and how it's got around, the Canambal Carnival, unfortunately for this year, has uh, has been cancelled, and that is quite a shame. It's a very big thing, Dave. That Canamble Carnival, not just for the greyhound participants, but for the district itself, the town of Canambal. It really comes alive there for that week, particularly the long weekend over October, which traditionally used to clash with grand final weekends. In the rugby league, and of course, uh, you know plenty of money on the punting side at you know, Canamble, a very big bookmakers lineup. And uh, but unfortunately, that won't be happening um, this year. Um, of course, uh, we've mentioned over the last couple of months that the Greyhound Racing Act review is uh, being sought by the New South Wales government, and the closing date is tomorrow. So those of you that have not had a look at it or wanted to do something, you basically got tonight to do it. So please go onto the website and uh, pass your comments. Yeah, They're looking for positives and negatives on uh, on the greyhound racing world as far as particularly the welfare of the dog and the general structure. So certainly the government is opening that up and uh, your opportunity, that does close tomorrow. So uh, please make sure tonight, if you've got some comments to make, this is going to be your last opportunity. Obviously, uh, we have mentioned uh, over the last uh, month or so the uh, book on the history of New South Wales greyhounds, going to the dogs it's called, and as we mentioned, it is uh, with Father's Day looming up week after next. There's a big opportunity there for people to uh, get their grandfathers or fathers an opportunity to buy a bit of history and uh, reminisce about some of the great days from the old coursing days through all the race clubs in the country that we had over that period and then, of course, into the, uh, the issues that have been around New South Wales racing in the city world over the last few years is covered as well. um You can, uh, if you're in country areas, and certainly if you're living in Tamworth or something like that, and you want to get it, it's uh, just a matter of calling Liz at the GBOTA. I'll give you Liz's number. That number is eight five eight seven one two zero six. It's forty nine ninety five. It's a hardbound copy, beautiful photos in a wonderful history. So. Uh, Certainly get onto the phone to Liz if you want that sent away for you for the purpose of being a Father's Day gift. Now, of course, this week, this Friday, we've got the very big race as far as the world of the gardens is concerned with the blacktop, and it's brought together a crackerjack lineup. up And uh, there's even been a little bit of shuffling around in the betting front. There's been a little bit of money for a couple of them. Currently, we've got the inbox order. It's All Star Punk at $8.00. Two was flying Ricardo at $1.65. Number three, left unsaid, was thirty-one dollars on Sunday. It's now eighteen dollars. Lightning Vision's gone out to twenty-one. That's super odds. Really, a greyhound of its caliber going around at twenty-to-one in a race is quite amazing. Box five is Here Comes Joe, at seven dollars. Box six is Star Hotel, the outsider of the field, a fifty-to-one pop. Seven is Abbe Jet Power's been most consistent for the Aberans at nine dollars, and box eight is fire on ice at $5. It is second pick and uh, this greyhound for Mike Moroni has certainly been going very very consistently. It's had three wins now in its last five starts. It doesn't always draw that well over recent weeks, but uh, box number 8 is perhaps not too bad for it in this field. Obviously the checks is is going to be a very short price favorite flying Ricardo and you know he could be into the superstar category when you look at his race record. But uh, Fire on Ice is sort of going very well and sometimes you just need to be in the right spot in these big races to be able to figure in the finish. Let's go back to the replay from last Friday night and pick up the win of Fire on Ice racing. Boxing beautifully left unsaid. Found the front by a length to the inside. Now was old McBenna pushing hard into second. Then came fire and ice. Water out of the track. Lollipop. Liz underneath them. Good odds. Megan going via the cape. Incapacitated. Winlock slim and last of all was promising. Down the back. Left unsaid. Leads away by a length and a half. Up on the outside. Fire and ice challenging as they swing for home. Fire and ice went up on the outside and went on by. Fire and ice. too good left unsaid and lollipop Le back in behind them, incapacitated with old Mick Benner, a break back then to good odds Megan with promising and winlock slim was the last one in twenty nine and four and another strong performance yeah twenty nine forty is a good run there of course the uh flying ricardo clock twenty nine seventeen however uh, the best time on the track fire and ice has is a twenty nine twenty seven so he's not far off the pace if something Happens to go wrong at the start with Flying Ricardo. Certainly Fire and Ice is a very, very strong greyhound. If he gets a zip around, them, he'll figure in the finish. But when you look at Flying Ricardo's record, as I said yesterday, as a greyhound, 20 months of age, 11 starts for nine wins and two seconds. You know, we all sat back, Dave, I suppose, and looked at when uh, the world of Black Caviar and Wink started. When we got to win seven and eight and that type of thing, you never know where they were going to finish up. And I just have a feeling this sort of dog May figure in the absolute best over the next 12 months and hopefully can stay sound and fit and healthy for the Sultanas. They're a wonderful family when it comes to greyhound racing. It's owned and trained by Christy Sultana. It's a big thrill for her. And uh, a greyhound by Barthia Bale. Certainly bred in the purple out of Megalodon, who certainly was a, a good race dog in, a, in her own right. And uh, this young greyhound now, whelped in December 2018, So it's quite amazing to think so young, and he's taking on the absolute best around him, and uh, it will be a race. A lot of attention on uh, Friday night for the Flying Ricardo and Blacktop, but there's a little bit of value. As I said, I think Fire and Ice will certainly find a drum and uh, certainly throw a bit of odds there at $5, and Greyhound's like like, lightning vision. You can't leave them out of your exotics when you sit and see them at $21. So uh, certainly some big races there, and also, Dave, one incredible race Across the uh, the ditch there in New Zealand, the New Zealand Oaks is on Thursday, and something that, well, again, you'll never see it again. There's eight starters, and believe it or not, the one kennel has qualified the eight runners for the race. Lisa Cole, absolutely outstanding. I remember Paul Wheeler had seven of the eight in our Melbourne Cup at Sandown oh, about six or seven years ago. But uh, to get eight out of eight is something outstanding. So uh, that's certainly be a a race worth watching the New Zealand Oaks on Thursday. And uh, no doubt the boys on Thursday on the program will give that a little bit of a mention. But that's an outstanding feat. Someone having a a complete uh, complement of field. I know some of the kennels over there, uh, they're very, very large. And that's what happens today when uh, the big kennels seem to get bigger. And it's a bit like the horse stables as well. They're all getting larger and larger, but it's still a major achievement being able to get eight out of eight. So there it is. That uh, sort of takes me away for the week, Dave. We've got, as I say, a lot of action happening. Wenny Park on Saturday night. Looking forward to the black top at the gardens this week as well. And then next Tuesday, it starts again, the 2020 million-dollar chase. We can't wait. One million dollars is coming to someone in about seven weeks' time. Mate, that's going to be absolutely outstanding. Look forward to it. Thanks so much, Ron. Right on, mate. You take care. Safe travels. Will do, mate. Uh, Ron Arnold there with going greys. All right, uh, we are approaching time-wise around 11:05. We've got the whip around coming up. Let's try and find some winners for today's racing.